Welcome back to Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC. Today's episode features two speakers from our member advisory council meeting. The first is an update from President and CEO Greg Lee. The second is an update on economic development in the area by East Kentucky Powers' Brad Thomas. <clears throat> Thanks everybody for being here tonight. Um, when was the last time we did this, 2019? Yeah, been a while. So thank you all for being here. And um, we have several of our key members of our uh, employee base and staff here tonight. So I think it's important that you all know the people who are working for you all on a daily basis. So I wanted to be sure and um, mention them tonight. Chelsea Faber is our Vice President of Corporate Services. Sarah Robertson is our Vice President of Administration and Finance. David Cox is our Vice President of IT. Sarah Fellows, you all have probably seen already, <laughs> is our, communication, our Manager of Communications. Andy Patterson is our Manager of Operations. Kenny Brown is here tonight. Kenny helped Andy with our electrical demonstration. Uh, Kenny is a crew leader for one of our one of our most senior linemen. Devin Woosley is our manager of engineering. Wes Pointer is our compliance coordinator, takes care of uh, a lot of our safety related functions at work. Michelle Rogers is our corporate services coordinator. Allison Coffey, executive assistant. Desiree Ruick. Desiree is our projects coordinator. And last but not least, Mickey Miller is here. And Mickey was our CEO for 28 years. I believe, is that right? 28? Thank you for being here tonight. Appreciate it. You've been a mentor to me and it really means a lot to me. All right, I'm not going to take up a lot of time. I thought I would just mention a few things uh, that have gone on at work this year. Give you all a brief update before I give it to Brad to talk about some of the economic growth going on here in our area. We try to do a lot with social media, Kentucky Living, and several other communication mediums to keep you all abreast of what's going on at your co-op. This has been a solid financial year. It hasn't been a record-breaking year by any means, but we're solvent. We have had a solid performance. Um, I know that from the membership perspective, this has been a very challenging year with high bills. We've tried to communicate very clearly why that has happened. Um, environmental surcharge and fuel adjustment clause are factors on the bill that can change every month. And those are significantly higher this year than they have been the last few years. And that's what has driven the overwhelming majority of cost increases that you all see on a month-to-month -month basis. Environmental surcharge and fuel adjustment clause, increases in those don't mean any increase to Nolan RECC in terms of margin whatsoever. That all gets passed back to power supplier and it's a function of largely, especially the fuel adjustment clause, the increased cost of input fuels. Um, as a matter of fact, in a way, we can sympathize with the members whose bills have increased because the way that the pass-through algorithm works, 
we actually have not been made totally whole on that transaction. So the way, your all's costs have increased, our costs have increased, and we haven't been able to recover every bit of that cost that we've had to pass on because we have to pay it back on the wholesale power bill. Okay, so complicated thing. We understand and commiserate with you all that it's been a challenging year. Um, hopefully we get some relief with those just significant increases in input fuel costs and inflationary pressures that we've seen over the last 12 to 18 months. In terms of uh, our reliability across the system this year, again, we've had an okay year. Uh, I want you all to know that your guys here at Nolan RECC and ladies, but especially the field personnel and the dispatchers and the line design guys who do a good job of building stuff the right way and designing it properly. We have been the best performing cooperative in the state of Kentucky in terms of reliability performance for six straight years from 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Now 2022, we're doing all right, uh, but you may remember we've had about five days so far this year where we've had some storms that have caused us more problems than we would like to see. So good by overall standards, just okay by our standards. Um, hopefully we can close out the year strong and once we get the data for all the other cooperatives, we'll see where we shook out and hopefully, hopefully we get another state championship banner for our performance this year. Many of you probably already know uh, we're retiring a significant amount of capital credits next month. So I think checks are going to go out right around November 14th. Uh, so any of you all um, that had service with us last year uh, or for a few years in the 90s are going to get a check. Nolan RECC is retiring $5.5 million in capital credits and East Kentucky Power is also retiring $1.2 million in capital credits. So we're going to have the 5.5 that Nolan is retiring back and the 1.2 that East Kentucky is infusing. So you're going to be getting 6.7 million total back this year. We've been very fortunate that over the last four years we've been able to make a retirement every year. That's a trend that I hope we can continue for the long haul. We're going to do the best we can in terms of being efficient with our workforce and making good and prudent financial decisions to put ourselves in a position that we can maintain that pattern. I know, uh, unless you've been living under a rock for the last 10 or 12 months, you've seen a lot of construction activity going on in the Hardin and LaRue County areas. Specifically Glendale, or maybe the most evident example of that is Glendale. Um, there's also a lot of smaller construction projects and economic growth going on around the service territory. In terms of Nolan RECC having a direct impact with some of this growth, there are three very large scale projects that are coming to the Elizabethtown area, specifically the TJ Patterson Industrial Park off of Highway 62. Um, if you've driven down 62 lately, you've probably seen some dirt work going on there. There's going to be a distillery called Kentucky Whiskey House that is going to be taking up the lot right there fronting Highway 62. 
And then there are two other projects uh, that are Korean-based companies that are support industries for the uh, auto electric vehicle battery manufacturing process. So Nolan RECC is in the unique position that we're going to see three very large loads coming on our system um, in the next couple of years. Those three will immediately be three of our top five loads on our system. So what does that mean for the membership as a whole? Well, it means that we're going to have more capital infusion, okay, and ultimately that's something that we should be able to turn into more margins at the end of the year if we can manage everything the way that we need to. In terms of reliability, it shouldn't have any impact on any of you all. We're actually going to be bringing on another substation to serve those loads. And we've made many system upgrades over the last couple of years to prepare for this eventual economic development when it takes place. So those are just the things that we know about right now, and I haven't even mentioned all of the residential growth that we anticipate seeing. How many, how many uh, meters do we think, Devin? Over, over what period? So we're talking about adding 3,500 to 4,000 meters over the next three to four years for residential-based growth. So that's a lot of neighborhoods, that's a lot of subdivisions. Anytime industry's coming in, they're gonna have to have people that will take the jobs and work at those factories. So we're gonna have a lot of growth in this area and nobody knows more about that than my friend Brad Thomas. Brad is, uh, he works in the Economic Development Group for East Kentucky Power. He's been to Owensboro today. You got up at 4.30. 4.30, Evans, Evansville, Henderson, Owensboro, E-Town, and Lebanon after this. He's only had seven Red Bulls, okay? <laughs> I keep telling him his heart's gonna explode eventually. I just hope it's not up here while he's talking to you all, okay? But Brad, Brad is gonna talk to you all about economic growth and opportunities that are going on going on around the state as a whole in the East Kentucky Territory and what it means for us here at Nolan RECC. Thank you, Brad. Growing up in Marion County, Lebanon, we always used to look at E-Town and Hardin County as that team that would always kill us in basketball, kill us in football, beat us in essentially every sport. But as a, as a Marion County boy and native son, I got smart. I got smart about 22 years ago. And that was when I ventured into Hardin County and found my wife. So when I say that I come to Hardin County with love, I seriously, I mean it. <laughs> because coming to Vine Grove and seeing Hardin County for, for what it really is, a beautiful community. You need that up? Maybe they didn't want to hear me, I don't know. <laughs> but what I want to say is the Hardin County that you all grew up with is changing. It's evolving. The LaRue counties that you grew up in is changing. And I'm here to tell you that it's changing in a way that is going to be amazing for our kids and our grandkids. Opportunity is knocking. And when I talk about economic development, I often show the Elizabethtown, Hardin County, LaRue County as, as really a model of how things should be done. I'm gonna tell you, you have the greatest economic development driver 
in this part of the country. And people always go, yeah, that, those, those projects we got coming, they're, they're huge. And I say, oh, whoa, 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 you, you missed the point. I'm going to tell you the greatest economic development thing that this community has done was your sports park. And I was telling uh, the Cox family over here just earlier that coming to Hardin County to see my in-laws, which we do on a frequent basis, is only rivaled by the number of times I bring my children here to play soccer. What I can tell you is the entire country now looks at Elizabethtown, Hardin County, and the surrounding areas as the sports mecca of this part of the country. When you think about economic development, you have to ask, how does it impact our communities? Well, I can tell you it's impacting kids across the country because they have opportunities to play sports against teams and towns that they would have never have known. What's the single point that brings them together? It's this area, this community. So when I look upon what has happened in this area, I, I say it started a couple of decades ago. Hardin County got a lot of things right. Nolan RECC has now seen the benefits of those things that were done right. Your school systems have always been looked upon as some of the most impressive across the country. But now I'm going to tell you, it's going to be those other things. It's going to be the restaurants that you're seeing. It's going to be other business ventures and shopping that are going to be coming here. But what I think we also have got to understand is, no matter what comes to the E-Town metropolis, we're still Hardin County. We're still an agrarian community. We still have farms. We sat over here and we talked about uh, farms that are around the area in LaRue County or even in parts of Hardin County. That really is that cooperative spirit that we see. That's the, the tie that binds us. And what I can tell you is as a cooperative world, you know, I got introduced as working for East Kentucky Power Cooperative. That will be one of the few times in, in my week I will say that. I really, I work for you. I work for our cooperatives. And when I'm here, Andy will tell you, when we go to meetings here, I introduce myself as Brad Thomas from Nolan RECC. Why? Because that is the brand. That's the name on the front of the jersey of the team that I'm playing on. And what I can tell you is that team is winning. That team is winning in ways it hasn't done in years. And what I can also tell you is that our cooperatives across the state are winning in ways we never thought were possible. These opportunities are going to impact our schools. They're going to impact our communities. And what I'm excited to say is that there's more on the way. What's interesting is you've got a great team here at NOLA NRECC. I can tell you, because I've been here a lot over the last 12 to 18 months on projects that, that have impacted the, the community in spectacular fashion. What's interesting is that you've got a CEO that I will text at 9 p.m. and he'll answer me at 9.01. I bothered him when he was in Disney. Remember, Devin, how many times he would gripe about being at Disney? But I would bother him at Disney about projects. Your team has been on phone calls with South Korea. And I will tell you, that is an interesting experience when at 6 a.m. you're talking to somebody in Korea in a language you don't even understand, but you know that they're talking about Hardin County. It's amazing when you think about the opportunities coming. And I'm just excited that I'm just a small piece of these, these opportunities to change the trajectory of our community. You heard about the capital credits. I'm excited about that. Because as an economic developer, 
co-ops have such a great story. When I'm talking with companies, I, I, I always say that we're not in looking out for shareholders in foreign countries. We're looking out for the members on the end of our lines. And every one of those companies coming in are now members. That story resonates in ways I can't even explain to you. So when I'm talking with companies in Germany or South Korea or, or around the globe, they're all starting to recognize a cooperative difference. And what I can tell you is as we talk about these loads coming on, that's one of the ways that the cooperative model helps keep our rates low. I know Greg touched on it for a moment that we're all feeling the pain of, of electricity cost uh, increases. They're estimating about a 14% increase. That, that hurts. But I can tell you the rest of the world is in such turmoil that they're all looking for us in the world or looking for us in the US to help provide a safe landing spot. I talked to a company in Germany just last week. They said their electric rate has gone up 1,400%. 14% doesn't sound so bad now, does it? They've talked about how they will no longer be producing in a factory that has been there for over 200 years because the, the world has changed and they realize their opportunity is right here in the U.S. More specifically, they realize their opportunity is in an area that is blessed with water. That is the new oil, folks. We've got so much water here, we've got companies that put it in 53-gallon barrels and put it away for a few years. We're blessed with roads. We're blessed with rail. We're blessed with so many things. And I think having a gathering like this is it's a good time to remind ourselves of these blessings that we have. What I will tell you is the future is bright. The future is bright for rural America. We're seeing economic development projects specifically looking to go to rural areas. Why? Because they know that in urban areas, they're not going to be appreciated in the way that they are in a rural community. So when we are able to tell the story of Kentucky and tell the story of Nolan RECC, people are paying attention. What I can tell you is since 2015, it's really when, when we started really getting engaged in economic development as the co-op world, we've seen over $10 billion invested on our rural electric lines. We've seen companies from, from Turkey, from Germany, from Spain, all looking to come here. Why? It's because of the way we do business. It's the way that we live in our communities. We value family, we value our word, and I will tell you this, we make people feel welcome. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of this celebration this gathering and you know I look back we used to take this stuff for granted but we don't anymore because we had it almost taken away from us what we also have to look forward to is the opportunities that are coming to this region I, I am just so excited to see how your education system is preparing our next generations for these opportunities that are now looking for Hardin County I know Greg told me Brad, don't, don't go too long. Don't go too long with your talk. 
I could talk about this all day. And trust me, I've been up since 4.30 a.m. talking about economic development. I'm so excited to be a part of this NOLA and RACC family and the, have the ability to tell your story around the world to bring opportunities for those next generations. I will gladly answer any questions anybody has. I, I can give you the pulse of 120 counties because I'll be honest with you, I probably have traveled to them in the last few months. But I can tell you, opportunities are, are really taking place all over the state, but really concentrated in this area. And you need to, need to understand that is a great thing. So are there any questions for me to give you a little bit of background from a recovering state government employee? I did 25 years of hard time, and now I've had eight really good years with the cooperative world. Is there any questions? Okay, Rick. You know, one of the challenges we have as, as our cooperative family here that we, we refer to as Kentucky's Touchstone Energy Cooperatives. And really, okay, I'm sorry, Rick asked the question, what are we doing to help Eastern Kentucky? Because in our cooperative world, we're 87 counties and some of those counties are in an area that are not seeing the opportunities that we're seeing here. Several years ago, as a cooperative, we decided that change has to come. But it's not going to be an easy change. And, and what we decided is that we needed to invest in education. We needed to invest in classrooms. We needed to invest in getting kids the opportunity to see a different future. We know that we've been dependent on the coal industry in eastern Kentucky for so long. It, it's never coming back the way it was. But what we are doing is we're bringing STEM education opportunities. Some of the ones you see right here in Hardin County with Project Lead the Way and Vex Robotics. We're bringing them into the Eastern Kentucky schools all the way down to kindergarten because we realize that's the only way we're going to be able to change their economic trajectory. It's through skills. The idea of people moving to Eastern Kentucky is probably not going to happen in the near future. What we've got to do is we've got to take care of the ones we have there and provide an opportunity for them to, to raise their families in eastern Kentucky. So we're introducing opportunities in, in technology because we found out you can do software coding anywhere. You don't have to be in a big city to be able to code for a computer. We know that there's tourism opportunities. We're also working with a lot of the companies there that are talking about trying to bring in tourism dollars. We know we've got to help them come up with a new economy because the old economy just doesn't work for them anymore. And what we're going to do is, as we look at the supply chain for some of these companies that are coming into Kentucky, to see if we can't push some of them into the areas that are able to have industrial sites. That's one of the biggest problems that we have in Eastern Kentucky. There's not a whole lot of flat sites. So being able to be smart and agile but really the investment in the people, I think, are going to be the transformational moments for that area. Good question. Any other questions? I can't have the guy with the same last name as me ask the only question. Well, you all are making it really easy on me. I, the last group I spoke with today was asking questions right up until the last second. So 
If you don't have any more questions, I'm here for the remainder of the evening and let me know if there's anything we can do as a team to help you. And uh, we're excited about the opportunities coming. Thank you all for having me be a part of this celebration. Thank you for joining us for Wire to Wire with Nolan RECC.